It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You, and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. This is a world of possibilities. A world in which people who put their minds to something can really make a difference. My goal is to help the environment. Someday I'll find a cure for cancer. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we believe that aspiring minds can achieve anything. So we dedicate ourselves to making sure everyone has an opportunity to go to college. Each year, we provide more than $150 billion in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about Money for College at studentaid.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and welcome to Gina Gardner and Friends. And I'm delighted to uh, have our guest today, Annette Kepri. She's going to be talking with me about the whole business of conscious leadership. Now, Annette, welcome. Thank you very much for joining me on the show. Tell us a bit about your journey. How did you get here? Thank you, Gina. Um, yeah, great question. I think uh, for everybody, it's a very multifaceted answer. Mine is going to be just two quick parts. First of all, um, when I was very, very young, I always felt that I was here for a reason and my reason was always to support Mother Earth. So from a very young age, I got into kind of activism in terms of, you know, planetary rights, animal rights, and then later into human rights. So I think that very much paved the path for me. And then moving on, um, my kind of yin and yang, if you like, were very much intermingled between following the arts and anything to do with anything creative and artistic and how you could use multimedia in a powerful way to discuss messages. And then equally on the spiritual journey, and then as I got older and got through a lot of martial arts training and naturally led to leadership and then on to conscious leadership and conscious businesses. Now, I know you're the founder and CEO of the Quantum Dojo, an international company with 15 team members and clients around the world. That's an interesting juxtaposition of things, isn't it? Um, being a dojo and also being the CEO of a company and how those two dovetail together. What for you is the connection? Very simply, the connection is um, traditionally speaking, a dojo from a spiritual sense is like a sacred space. So it's about allowing people in to self-actualize and self-realize in a way through mind, body and spirit. And a lot of the basics, the tenets of the Bushido code really do dovetail is a word I use a lot, actually. It dovetails beautifully into conscious leadership because some of the tenets like integrity, honesty, 
perseverance, benevolence, they all really lovely kind of go into. So for me, a dojo is about having that foundation, that really strong sense of integrity and character and honor, and then how we bring that into conscious leadership and into conscious business. Well, as you know, I'm passionate about enlightened leadership. For me, the enlightened conscious leadership, you can actually uh, inter, inter space that interchange the two words. Now, your work is about inner alchemy. Very interesting thing. What do you mean by inner alchemy? Because <laughs> so, <I> that's, <laughs> so that's the part of it where we know from an energetic perspective, everything is from within. So the whole kind of from within to without. So a lot of times, as you know, from a leadership, we'll look at solutions from the outside in, not necessarily from the inside out. And as you said, like enlightened leadership is more taking a holistic viewpoint and saying, okay, so the external problems or issues or challenges are whatever they may be, but how can we look at them from a holistic point of view? And where inner alchemy comes in is obviously we're we're all made of that that gold within. We have everything within in the first place, but sometimes some of it might not have emerged out of us. Some of it might be um, held back with limiting beliefs or experiences. And sometimes it's the invisible. You know, we don't know what we don't know. So we might mentally connect and align with something, but if we're internally not aligned, to it then it won't happen so for us the whole inner alchemy piece is vitally important so that we can marry together what the external outcome is wanted through that internal alignment and center point it's interesting isn't it because i talk about being the the leader of your own life before you can lead other people having that inner knowledge having that relationship with yourself built on honesty not judgment and I think there's a huge difference between the two many people judge themselves the whole time I'm not good enough I'm not this enough I'm not that enough rather than recognizing that they are enough but there is always room for development evolution improvement so it's interesting how isn't it how you know those thoughts those um those principles can turn up and they look different, but actually underneath, they are very, very similar. Absolutely. And I think those things you just touched upon are very common in, in the human journey and the human story. So a lot of the times when we look at missions, for an example, is that when you're tracing back that person's journey and story in the way that it's all evolved, those things would have been there from childhood, you know. So, for example, the person not feeling good enough yeah. or, or feeling like, you know, I really want to go out and create more, but, but who am I to do that? You know, those kind of things. So that inner alchemy part is really essential in that because we have to work around that. Because I always feel very strongly that you were given that mission for a reason because you can do it. However, we're also our sort of greatest strength on the mission, but we're also oftentimes the ones that can be holding it back. So that whole alchemical process is to, you know, kind of emerge into everything that we can be. I think that's so powerful. You know, so often I talk about having a can-do attitude mm. and the difference between believing that you can't and believing you can and want to share a story. Um, I once went on a course um, in London 
Tony Robbins course, Unleash the Power Within, many people will be very familiar with that. There were 10,000 people on the programme and I was completely blown away by the numbers there. And he was talking in the morning um, about a programme in California and I dismissed it. At that time, I was more or less wheelchair bound. I could walk a few steps with some help. So I dismissed it. Now, this is even though I was running a school and I also did all sorts of jobs for the government um, outside school around the country to bring an income into school. Um, but I dismissed it out of hand. How would I manage to go to California on my own? Didn't have a travel electric chair at that time. Um, and so I just thought, well, never mind. Mm -hmm. Later that day, they did the fire walk. And I was absolutely convinced that I needed to do that. And so with help, I did it. Really thrilled that I managed it with somebody holding on uh, my arms both sides. Yeah. And I sat back in the wheelchair and the guy behind me was a double amputee from below the leg. He got up on his hands and he walked across those hot coals in his hands. Wow. And I thought to myself in that moment, I'm self-limiting. Mm. I bought my ticket, booked my flight, went and did the course, done all his programs, became a senior leader. He taught me, even though for the outside world, I was doing a huge amount, I was still self-limiting. Mm. So if you're still listening to this, um, I, I would really urge you to think about how are you self-limiting and how can you open things up? Mm. We're going to go for a short break and I want to talk about your unique blend of different approaches when we come back after the break. So don't go away. We'll be back in a minute. The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life is an amazing read. If this book doesn't pick you up to sing above the crowd, I will be amazed. What great things do you imagine for yourself? Do you know what's holding you back? Dr. Alan Laika, a prominent physician, has taken what he's learned from being handed a diagnosis of his pending death and turned that insight out from inside his heart and mind out to you. You may have heard the idea, it's not what happens to me, it's what I do with it. Dr. Laika explodes this idea, this way of thinking and being into 13 golden pearls for you to take one by one, practice, and string together like a necklace you will wear to guide you through life's challenges. Like metal that is tempered by extreme elements, so are we. Dr. Laika will show you how to turn terrible things into real and practical new ways to lead your life. Believe it and believe in yourself. The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life is an amazing book. Amazing. Get your copy today at Amazon. So, what is love? Love is being independent. Love is dancing. A Shriners Hospital for Children. Love is a new smile. At Shriners Hospitals for Children, love is caring for a child, regardless of the family's ability to pay. Learn how you can send your love to the rescue at lovetotherescue.org. Meet Norm. He lives with anxiety. But with the help of this latest innovation from Be Normal, he can be normal. Just like everyone else. With the swipe of a finger, you can project happiness, confidence, machismo. Why settle for being real when you can be normal? The Normal Maker. New from Be Normal. This item doesn't really work because there's no such thing as normal. We're all different. What we like, how our brains work. In fact, one in five of us live with mental illness. Don't filter who you are. Start by talking to someone you trust. And remember, there is no normal. Welcome back. So Annette, talk to me about your unique blend of 
mission-driven conscious business and what that means in real terms? Okay, so in real uh, brief overview of that, as I said, if you feel that you are on a mission, which is usually something that you are compelled to do, so it's very beyond the idea of working in, say, um, certain entrepreneurs might go, okay, I can solve a problem and I just would like to get that done and I can earn so much money and work for myself and so on. Mission-driven tends to be that no matter what, you're absolutely got a magnetic pull that you have to do this and you can't stop. So in terms of the framework, um, I always find that one size doesn't fit all. So therefore, in, in the way that we listen to people, it's about really um, having that understanding and compassion and deep wisdom to know that, okay, so this is that person's journey, their story, what it is they do, how they do it, who it's for, and then really understanding how best to maximize a conscious business structure for them that creates the most impact so that by the time we move over to more the creative and the marketing sides, it is going to exceed and accelerate what their original expectations might be. It's interesting, I think, how many businesses focus on the profits first and then are disappointed. They may in the short term be profitable, but in the long term, their growth, I think, is really impacted negatively by having that as their major approach. What do you think? 100%. And I think the thing about, you know, when we talk about the conscious leadership um, and conscious business principles of kind of people, planet, profits, that was obviously created for, for a reason. That if you think about, you know, the people that you work with, whether that be team members, colleagues, clients, customers, and so on, and then you think about that impact. So obviously now we're going to sort of move over to more sustainability, environmentalism, social change, justice, diversity, inclusion, equity, all these different facets. If we focus on those first and build something very solid, of course you do have to use income as a metric, which is why they talk about profits, but it's more about income being, um, I like to put them together with impact. So the impact and income become like, um, you know, kind of a, a sister act in the sense that, um, if we can create more income, then we can go out there and make more impact so that the impact is what's driving that that kind of um, consciousness in terms of a business model, as opposed to going from the outside in that we might have stakeholders are only interested in the profit yield for that particular year. I think that makes such sense. For me, the, the real focus is about making the most of your team. I think they're your treasure. Mm. And ultimately, the more you are able to recognize potential within them and nurture that, the stronger your company is. Mm. And I, I know from my own experience of working with many companies who have made millions more in profit, that when they have focused on creating a cohesive team that share the mission and understand that their role is really valued, whether they're the cleaner or the financial mm. director, and that they see themselves helping to deliver the mission, then magic happens. The company just flies. And I wonder if you, you know, you've got perhaps a, a case study that you could share with us when we come back after the break. 
So don't go away. We'll be back in a minute. Jaguar Security is the name and the company you can always count on. Along with our fearless leader, Mahar Husseini, the CEO and owner of Jaguar Security and Investigations, the home of security for the stars, whether it be concerts, movie sets, or personal security. Call us now at 833-654-6524. You can trust that Jaguar Security will protect you at any cost. Give us a call or contact us at our website, www.jaguarprotection.com. Those were the days. A little risk never scared us. Hands tight, plans loose. We'd cruise down drags with our favorite bands. Bought good times with loose quarters. And every night, we had standing dates with the same friends. Life was simpler back then. We hustled, we bumped, we bus stopped, and we smoked all the time. If that was you then, get your lungs screened now. Visit ScreenYourLungs.org today. At the U.S. Center for Safe Sport, we see champions everywhere we look. In every sport, on every court, we're building a foundation to ensure all athletes are safe, supported, and strengthened. At the U.S. Center for Safe Sport, ending abuse is not just our job. It's our promise. Welcome back. So, Annette, do you have an example of a company that you've worked with that have employed these methods and what the outcome has been for them? Hmm. One that springs to mind, actually, is um, somebody that focused very much in kind of uh, leadership in the sort of C-suite area. And when she first came to us, um, she had this kind of out of balance feeling that she was very spiritual, mindful, interested, you know, doing conscious leadership out there. But it was much more in a way where she felt that she wasn't getting the, the as much impact as she would like. Plus, she felt her whole, her whole life was slightly out of balance. So what we did from a holistic perspective is in our three areas we moved into the inner alchemy part and really worked on her and where she was feeling as you said about limiting beliefs or where she was feeling things from her past that were driving certain behaviors and we worked on that part of her then from a conscious business perspective we looked at ways in which she was serving at the minute which was a really like amazing way but it wasn't her full potential so then we created like a whole million dollar um, offer for big big corporates that could take that work over three years so they could see the start, the, the middle and the end. It was much more of a journey for them. And then over into the creative side, was able to then 
bring all those things together, redesign the website, redesign the digital assets, and really take people on a very emotive journey so that when she connected with those leaders, they were able to see it like layered across the board going, okay, I can see how this will help me and my team. I can see this will help boost the whole sort of holistic sort of morale of, of the team. And then equally how this will grow us in our department and how it will have, as you said, they're always going to look at the, the, the profit side. They're always going to look at the ROI, but they also looked at the fact of the um, positive impact on things like, you know, people being off sick for, you know, stress and that whole kind of, um, you know, the, the phrase which escapes me at the moment, there's a word for when people turn up to work, but they're not really, that, that word, yes. You are <laughs> so, present physically, but you're not. Firing and all. Yeah, no, so so her thing was, was kind of really getting all that. So once she had all that piece together, she then found herself at the end of that, it's kind of an 18 month journey where she'd completely um, had holidays, um, kind of deepened her personal relationship. She'd completely moved to and bought a new home. She'd improved her relationship. She'd got more in demand for the work that she did. And people were getting more excited about it because from the visual um assets that we were able to create for her she for the first time had a like a little film a, a visual kind of going of what she does for people and how she does it in a way that they could connect to on a much deeper level it's interesting isn't it how when you look at things in the broader uh, aspect there are so many elements to them that they all come back to the individual and I think, you know, whoever the leaders are, whether you're the leader of a, a, a big corporate or your own business or your team, you have to lead by example. Authenticity is just so important, isn't it? And that ultimately people will take their lead from you. And I think that's one of the worrying things about the quality of leadership that we see around the world at the moment, um, how many leaders um talk a good talk but don't walk a good walk i'm just conscious that we're in the last little bit of the show and i don't want to miss um asking you uh, where would people contact you if they're interested in finding out more or working with you okay um well we have our website www.thequantumdojo.com um, obviously i'm annette capri you can find me on social media um, and you can always contact us at inspired at thequantumdojo.com for more information just spell capri because um this is okay. very <laughs> yeah might not uh, know how yeah. to it. of course so it's k-h-e-p-r-i now one of the things that that genuinely you does as part of our social profile if you like is that we belong to be one g one buy one give one it's an amazing organization that's got projects all over the world and it makes it really easy to give so for example if you're interested in giving to education it then says well perhaps it's a, a project to build a school somewhere in kenya it then breaks it down to how much it would be for one child to attend school for one day over the 10 year life of the school. So it makes it very, very easy. Or if it's clean water, what does it cost for one person for one day when you've dug a well and you've made that water available? We ask all of our guests to choose one of four projects and we donate on their behalf. 
And we also uh, use it as an opportunity to say to people who are listening, if you're a business owner, it makes great business sense too. So mm-hmm. go back to the clean water. If you're a coffee shop, for one cent, you can give clean water for one person for a day. Putting that cost on your coffee doesn't really make a lot of difference. But if you're able to say this year we've given, you know, 28,000 um, days of clean water so far, mm-hmm. it's great business, but That's it's business true. with heart. So the projects at the moment are um, clean water, education, um, giving food to the hungry and there's also a project to support children in the ukraine given the current situation so which would you like us to donate to on your behalf i'm going to go with clean water i think they're all amazing um i'm going to go to with clean water because we tend to do the same and have various different charities and i know on this year's cycle we haven't done water so i will pick water just because i feel very strongly about every single person at the very minimum needs access to clean water because it's a stepping isn't it water food education i mean obviously it's hard to choose it's very interesting though that with clean water not only does it impact on health because you know people are not drinking water that's full of nasties but the children and the women generally speaking collect the water And so many children don't go to school because it takes perhaps two or three hours to walk to the water and then walk back. So they're carrying water rather than being in education. So providing a well within the village actually frees up so many other opportunities. So thank you very much for that. We've got just a few minutes left and I'd like to talk to you about um, what you see. uh, Well, it's a term I'm not familiar with, what is Bushido? So Bushido really does come from a martial arts side. So this is an Eastern thing. So Bushido is actually the way of the warrior. And it's what samurai used to, um, this Bushido code. And I know people sometimes think like, oh, okay, how do you bring sort of the way of the warrior into conscious business and conscious leadership? But it goes back to what I said at the beginning in terms of they lived by a code And that code was very, very steeped in honor and loyalty and piousness and benevolence. And also what a lot of people don't know about Bushido is that they were trained in a very holistic way. So I'll give you a quick example. When they were trained in calligraphy, um, a calligraphy master is able to view by the way you hold the the, um, brush and you put the strokes, they can see where tension is being held in the body. And because they were trained in the healing arts, they were able to help people, you know, nurture their bodies. So in a holistic sense, a lot of the things to do with the healing arts, the performing arts, the communicative arts, the defensive arts, it was all part of a way of being that would bring you to your highest point of actualization. Sounds amazing and so aligned with enlightened or conscious leadership. Um, In the last couple of minutes, a couple of your go-to things to suggest to people to think about. Okay, Um, I guess I'll start with the mission. So first of all, if you feel called to a mission, 
as I mentioned a few minutes back, um, I believe that you were given that for a reason that you can actually deliver it. And I feel it's really vital that you can, you know, really connect with like-minded people to help you bring that out into the world. Because whilst it's been given to you, it is also a team effort in the sense of interdependence and people that you can, you know, go and communicate with. You, you can use their services. You can, you know, kind of have, have them on your journey as part of your greater team. So I would say go and explore absolutely anything and everything that you need to fulfill your mission. And secondly, I'm going to say a word of consistency, because a lot of times people can start off with a lot of gusto and enthusiasm. And then depending on how that path unfolds, sometimes they can get a little bit deplete, you know, depleted, defeated, dejected. And I think one of the things I would say the most of, of why we use Bushido is this whole kind of get knocked down seven times, get up eight. It's about that, that kind of thing that actually missions aren't necessarily easy. They are given to people because you do have the inner strength and capacity, should I say, to deliver it, but don't mistake that for being an easy path because it's not always so. So consistency and perseverance are very big um, things that you want to keep in the back of your mind. Brilliant, thank you very much. It's been a joy to talk to you. If you're listening out there, please do spread the word. We um, donate to B1G1 for every 100 listeners uh, that tune in. Thank you very much for joining us. And please join us on the next show. Annette, it's been an absolute pleasure. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.